Now betting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on deck circle, Amory Castillo. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. Okay. Hey, Marie. Will you just, you just pick a, just hit the culture? Is that how we got, is that what this is? It's for the culture. Is that what it is? I should take credit for the bumper music, but I can't. Cat Powdrell joining us on the program. Let's go. Hello. Cat is, well, you, all right, so you're familiar. People might not be familiar, but they're familiar. So you know Cat Powdrell because she sings the national anthem at everything that matters. I do do, I said do do. I do a lot of sports. I do special events. I mean, you'd be surprised how many events require or prefer having the national anthem sung. And so a lot of the best opportunities I've ever had have definitely been because I was hired to do them. So tremendous. Because we, we were talking, Van uh, is adjacent to Duke City Championship Wrestling. Sure. But we were talking earlier in the week when I reached out to you because it's uh, 9-11 week. You know, yes. This, is, this obviously is the time when it's uh, of most importance to make sure we're celebrating the country the way that it should. And it was, well, who can we get? You know, who is the name? Who's the person of notoriety that we can bring into Duke City Championship Wrestling this tomorrow night at the Historic L Ray Theater? By the way, if you're going, dccwtickets.com, that slides money into Daddy's pockets. I get that money. That comes to me, Van. I'm glad you clarified that because I think uh, the friends of the show were quite curious where the profits of the okay, thing that yeah. you talk about ad nauseum, okay. where do they go? Just, just saying that's where the yeah, money goes. Okay. So I know said, I feel better. Thank, so. Thank so we, you. Re- we reached out to you, Kat, and we said, uh, hey, have you ever done an anthem at pro wrestling? And you said, no. And I said, uh, come with me. And that's exactly how it went. (laughs) That was the entire conversation. That's how these conversations go. But I mean, I've, I, before I had done Zazobra, I had never done Zazobra before, you know, uh, before I did PBR, I had never done PBR before. So I love a good first and I'm glad I get to have it on 9-11 wink, like you said. And I heard what you guys were talking about on the 9-11 segment. And it is one of those things in my generation because I was in 10th grade. Uh, I was in physical science class behind a, a guy named Kyle. I can't remember his last name, but he only wore a Dr. Pepper t-shirt pretty much every other day. And that's all I can remember about Dr. hearing Kyle. the announcement, Dr. Kyle, Dr. Kyle. And, Dr. Kyle and being Pepper. sent home and not having any idea of the gravity of the situation. Mm-hmm. Because at the time it was once they saw it happen, everything shut down, said, go home, everybody go talk to your parents. People started crying. I was so confused. I went home and it wasn't until like my parents came home and we had like a really long dialogue about it. But at that age, it didn't even affect me as much as it did a few anniversaries after. So it, it's definitely like a story that keeps on through that 9-11 experience. And if you haven't had it, it's different. Kat Powdrell joining us on the program. She's going to sing the national anthem for Duke City Championship Wrestling tomorrow night at the Historic El Ref. So you do the anthem at Isotopes. You put on a jersey. You do it at United. Uh, you put on a kit. Mm-hmm. Um, Ice Wolves sweater. Ice Wolves, you get your yeah. sweater. Are you going to be in a onesie or a, what do you call it? Question. You're going to be full. It's called a singlet. A singlet. Yeah. Are you going to be in a singlet? You're going to be like wrestling accoutrement. Well, I mean, I love a good spoiler, but we don't want to ruin it. So uh, I will say that the material stretches, and it's going to fit very well. 
There we go. So sweet. Yeah, I know. Go. You'll have to watch. Have you? I'll be there. Have you taken in pro wrestling? I mean, I will now. You will now. Yeah, yes. before. Now. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it, was, it was up in the I air. Was like, yeah, I was like 50-50. Yeah. Flip a coin. Well, we're good. You heard clo- I was coming, I'm and you were still it. like, let's find out what she's wearing. Exactly. Very That's... red carpet of you. Yes. The... Mm-hmm. All right, hold on. Who are you wearing? Write this note down. Red carpet in front of the historic LRA van host. Okay. Write that down. We're going to do that. I love that for us. This is New Mexico. Yes. We're doing red or green carpet. Okay, very so, Christmas. Okay. Super Thank good you. answer. Cat Powdrill joining us, talking about the national anthem coming up for Duke City Championship Wrestling tomorrow night. Uh, weirdest place you've ever sung the anthem? <laughs> Man, that's a good one. You know what? I haven't had a weird place as much as I had a weird mood, if, okay. that, if yeah. that's okay, that relative to the story. So PBR, which we mentioned before, the professional bull riding tournament that mm-hmm. comes into town uh, once a year around March. Let's go tie. Um, yes. Uh, tie Murray, you're right. Yep. Um, See, yes. Good job. I got you. Very nice. Uh, I, I did the anthem for that on uh, one of the biggest nights, and I love the the part where you go up and it's silent for one moment right before all of the chaos happens mm-hmm. and that's sort of the best moment of being the performer uh but right before me they had a uh a native american religious performance that was done right before me right. and it sort of changed the mood to something so uh like intense, I didn't know how to feel about it. I'm usually okay. like, hey guys, America, you know. <laughs> but when I kind of went up for this sort of moment, it was almost emotional. And in, sure. that, in that moment, it was very weird for me because it's a fun thing that I get to do usually. Yeah. But I felt it emotionally on a different level that night. And I'd say since then, I sing the song a little bit differently too. Huh. When I think through really what it is you're doing, I think up to that point, it had been a performance. And now it's a story that I tell. And it's really the only moment during whatever event it is that we all come together as one in that moment. So I really love that song. When, when you're performing the anthem, do you prefer a sing-along or is it like, shush your mouth, I'm the pro, listen to me? I would say uh, uh, you can sing along. You might not be able to time it correctly with right. how it goes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. But I encourage it, you especially... Please do. Uh, if you'd like to come up, we can probably get him a microphone. I can't imagine any reason Ooh, Van wouldn't be able to find a microphone. Do not want me to do that. <laughs> okay, well, ask and receive is what I'm saying. Yes. Uh, do, would you like to do America the Beautiful before? You want to just, we could go back to back? Absolutely. Yeah, I think that's a very good idea. Some God Who Bless the, America, that's only like 45 seconds. Who was the producer of that indigenous performance? I might want to get in on that. Oh, yeah, call them. Do that. Also, the thing with pro wrestling is as soon as you finish, Cat, with the National Anthem, you will have 400 of your newest friends chanting USA. Yay! Yeah. And that, mm-hmm. that is a fun one. We'll make sure we capture that all through our partners in that, ProView Networks. We're going to have a fun little, fun little video to put out there and celebrate and do that with. We're sitting down with Cat Powdrell. We're talking about the National Anthem and why it's important and significant. Um, you're at or near my age, right? So we're in high school, and, and 9-11 happens, and, and after that, it's been National Anthem at every sports event afterwards. It, it wasn't necessarily that before. The 90s didn't have that. Right. Did, right. did not exist in 2001. Has it brought you opportunities outside of just performance? Have you met individuals? Have you, maybe through your band or through some other opportunity, have you been able to kind of expand your professional career in music and acting through your performance of the National Anthem? Well, I mean, a perfect example is how I got this uh, opportunity in the first place is yeah. through the isotopes game that I had performed at. And right. so exposure is exposure. And I think uh, having especially those core connections through 
the University of New Mexico to start. They were the first ones that took a chance on me when I did an anthem right out of high school. And uh, I was taking uh, the university choir, and one of my professors was on that panel. And I remember them looking at me and like checking it off, and they were like, okay, yeah, got all the notes, nice, nice work. We're not sure you're gonna be confident if there's a lot of people, so we're gonna start you off on something small. And I ended up with uh, a, a, a women's volleyball game sure. on at the university. And that was probably one of my favorite moments, because it was me surrounded by some really powerful ladies doing this thing, and I go to hand my mic back, and the guy was like, like totally awestruck and I'm like thank you I'll, I'll wait for the next call you know <laughs> and then that was when I got to do every Lobo sport there was and from that exposure I got um, exposed to the isotopes and then that's how I got connected with like PBR the balloon fiesta um, just having those videos out there got me more opportunities my biggest one was the Colorado Rockies that I did uh, 2022 I got to do their um, Independence Day weekend. Oh, hello. And it was, right. uh, it was so amazing. But that opportunity came from a connection through Isotopes at a game that I had done. So it's like every opportunity I've had, I just bring my best at it and I try to have a good time. And I think that it's been very profitable and it's given me a good opportunity to go around my community. Cap so. Paldrell joining us on the program talking national anthem. Van, have you ever sung it? <laughs> no. You have not? No. And I've done it one time. Okay. And it is. I, I agree with the Lobos in the original assessment to where it's terrifying. The okay. one time I did was at like a high school basketball game. <laughs> I was like the assistant coach and the whoever didn't show up. And I was like, oh, I got it. I'll, like, look, look <laughs> okay. my, I, I know the words. Uh -huh. I'll step up and do it. Could I tell if it was good? I could not. Could I tell if it was entertaining? Probably was. Right. But, um, but having done it the one time, I think I'm, I'm good. Like I don't. Experienced like, I it. I checked and the box. Yeah. Are you sure you don't want to do it in front of 30,000 people at Coors Field? I'm like Kat did? You sure? Positive. <laughs> Tip, most terrifying experience of your life? Uh, actually, the most terrifying was the Zobra. Oh, okay. Um, but actually, I think uh, the Rockies like 80. It's like a lot more than you'd think. Yeah, I just assumed um, that it wasn't full. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was. It was so much so that they take you underground and they have you face like the field immediately. They don't even really show you what's behind you oh, until afterwards. Okay. And there's like uh, probably like a good 2000 fans or something that you're looking at on the opposite side of the field. And then you turn around, and you're like, holy, hey, guys, you know, like, <laughs> um, but the this is Zobra was a totally different moment because if you if you've seen the Zobra event. I have not. I've done it the once. Yeah. Okay, it's amazing. Definitely do it. But it is uh, it is not like a scheduled seating area sure. type deal. It is a crowd in there. This was pre-COVID, so I don't know how it is now. But it was a crowd in there like experience with all of this amazing food and they light this giant... Uh, I'm I'm not the spokesperson for Zozoba. Yes. I would like to say that, um, but it's like a, a doll of sorts, marionette, something uh, along those lines. It's a it's yeah. a Zozobra, yeah. and Correct. you fill it with all of your like uh, all all of the things that you want to get rid of that didn't serve you that year, and you light them on fire, and it's like a sort of New Year's thing. Okay, and it's a very very cool thing. I think they're coming up on their 100 soon, if not um, like coming up wow. um and uh and i got to do their 95th and it was this competition that i had done and uh i won it but it was like in a gym with like you know 20 other people and they're like there's gonna be a lot of people there i'm like all right i'm used to it you know like 
I'm uh, the more the merrier. And but when I went out, the energy was way more than what you're used to at like a baseball game or a basketball game. Like you have fans. Right. But like with the Zobra, it's a culture. So like it's you know, it's a totally different energy and the vibe is a lot so much so. And it's and it's not like when you're when I do like the isotopes, there's like a camera guy to the left so you can see me up on a big screen right. as well something similar like that happens in the really big arenas zobra's not like that because the big attraction is this giant you know like sure. the dis- 40 story yeah we're, we're um, talking about the disembodied voice of the zobra yes exactly and in a small and this like small dancer so um when i first went up and began the crowd wasn't quiet yet they were still having their like big Zazobra energy and I'm used to them being like, this is, you know, you know what I mean? But so it was that much more challenging to feel my performance because I had to grab the attention of people that weren't necessarily like brought to attention. And the national anthem is that way. If you've heard the song, like you're saying, Um, there's always a big moment or two in there where you stop what you're doing and you think about it. Uh, and but it was like probably the coolest performance I'd ever had. Definitely the most nerve wracking. Catherine Padrell with us. We're talking about the national anthem at sporting events. You got to go. Or you want to stick around for a minute? I'm going to hang out. All right. Cat Padrell is going to hang out with us for just a little bit. Obviously, we're going to ask a handful of more questions. Talk to her about what she's doing outside of the world of national anthem singing at big events like Duke City Championship Wrestling tomorrow night at the historic Elray Theater, DCCWTickets.com. I know no ringsides are available. Hey, Marie, you going to the show tomorrow? What's up? Uh, No. <laughs> but um, I look forward to hearing about your performance, and I wish you the best. Oh, I don't Red, go yeah. to their events. It's not you. It's them. Got Fred, it. You cuck. Why do you keep asking? I I'm watching Why are you, NFL football. I'm going to watch the Minnesota Vikings lose to the Philadelphia Eagles in primetime. That's what I'm doing. I yearn. Oh, yeah. That'll, that's going to happen. I yearn yes, for I know. A. Marie's approval. I yearn for it. Nice. A. Marie. <laughs> Sounds like I'm daddy. Amory is my daddy. Whenever we get back, more two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610 with Cat Peldrell, the sports animal. Back live from the Cloud YMCA. Having a lot of fun today. Come check out the Y if you haven't. If you haven't, I have no idea yeah. why. I was going to say why. I'll show myself out. Why? <laughs> We were talking to Capra Drill off the air. We are talking about a little bit about uh, the world today. That's dangerous. <sighs> we were. Have you ever screwed up the national anthem? Great question. Yes. Uh, the closest I ever came, and at this point, I mean, I had been doing it regularly to the point where I was doing it like multiple times a week at yes. one point during a hot spot in sports. And it's not like I would ever take a performance for granted, <laughs> but I did have this moment of fatigue where I had gotten a little spaced out. You I'm were mailing of, it in. Yeah, okay. I mean, I'm staring at the crowd. It's a big one, and I'm not going to say which one. That way no one knows. Got it. Um, but there Sorry, was this us. woman that had a giant, like, spiral-patterned sun hat in this indoor arena game, And she was incredibly (laughs) distracting. And I remember looking at her and thinking in the moment, like, why would this woman wear this hat? But I'm using words and projecting to thousands of people. And so it was that it was the moment in the song where the uh, banner yet wave. And I said, spanner yet wave and just kind of kept moving on. But it could have been another word because I was definitely looking at her hat instead of thinking of America. And we're talking about Cat Padrell's red stare. That's mm-hmm. what she was doing. She was yeah. Was it Kentucky Derby Day? That's no. Because it wasn't Kentucky yeah. Derby Day. There was, there was no 
reason this woman should have a hat like that at this event. It made no sense. And her mint julep, that didn't throw you off at all either? You well, yeah. Daiquiri. Okay, it was a daiquiri. What about the actual horse? <laughs> <laughs> Run along. Uh, no, it, it was distracting. And for that reason now, I usually pick a point and don't mm. pay close attention to any one object during performances. On the count of three, everyone, on the count of three, our favorite national anthem rendition. Are you ready? Okay. Oh, no. One, two, three. Whitney. Lady Gaga. What? Whitney? Mm. Yes, oh, yeah. Whitney, Whitney. Over Lady Gaga? Yeah. It's no. Whitney. Yeah. It's, it's Whitney. what I base my rendition off of. What, what, nice. See? Is there a Whitney Kool-Aid that you three are sipping that I'm not no. aware? No. Like you Lady said, Gaga? like you said though, it's an extremely difficult song and it's not that Lady Gaga didn't perform well, she did. exceptionally. Sure. She did. Yeah, it's not about talented. that. But uh, along with the lines of what I talked about before that performance I had after that um Navajo uh, presentation and how the energy was different that Whitney told that story very differently than any singer really ever mm. tells a story you can feel her words when she says things and that's why I based it off of her I think that's the gold standard there you go but my personal favorite there we go let's yeah, go finally is Marvin Gaye's but it's just too sexy it is just too sexy for not, America yeah not appropriate for families really the way yeah they, yeah so do you no. have empathy uh, for, like, when Fergie did the national anthem? Absolutely. At, during the NBA? Cause, yes. Uh, yeah, because a lot of, she's just, people don't let that down. I think it's an extremely challenging song to sing. Mm. There have been moments where, depending on how my voice is doing that day, I may have to start this thing in a different key because mm. of how much range is required. Uh, balloon Fiesta. 5 a.m. Definitely started that in a lower key than normal. Uh, sure. Um, but so you have someone like Fergie and they're practicing and they never felt she never felt confident. I mean, thinking from a singer's perspective, there's a good chance she never felt 100 percent confident about what she was going out there to do because she didn't feel ready. Mm. And having that in the back of your mind and any performance, no matter what you do, sports or otherwise, is the wrong perspective to have if you're about to perform your best. And doomed from the start, you know? Cat what about Powdrill. like Fergie? And that, and that, oh, hold sorry. on, sorry. Cat Powdrill is kicking off Duke City Championship Wrestling for us tomorrow night at the historic El Rey Theater with the National Anthem. Like somebody like Fergie, and I've seen this a lot in the amateur world, mm. but like you practice, it mm -hmm. sounds great. Right. And you get out there and you're just trying to be extra. Yeah. And you don't have the chops. Like that's a common problem with like people trying to sing the anthem, right? Because it's, it's big. It's big. It's big. It's very big. Um... I relate that to when you do, like, I am, I am, a, am in a band, Smooth Soul, uh, among go. many yeah. others, uh, but when you do your mic check, and I, I'm like, check, one, two, and I'm like, la, 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 you know, like, doing my whole spiral ready to go, and I'm like, yeah, this mic is hot, it's perfect, and then the drummer steps in, and, mm. the, the, you know, the bass steps in, everybody yeah. steps in, all of a sudden, my mic is not loud enough, and we've already done that mic check. Said and I'm every in, singer ever. Sure. Right. Okay. Yes. Yeah, okay. Sure. But <laughs> okay. All all the you know all the bass player has to do is turn that volume up. It's a whole different mm -hmm. natural instrument. It's like you know what I mean. It's like bringing my sax, but it didn't have the mouthpiece. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. Um. But when you when you start to perform and you're competing with more sound, you have to project more than you planned for, and so that's similar to what happens with national anthem singers. In that when you're at your space and you're at home and you're running through this, you're like, 
this is amazing. I'm going to blow everyone's minds. Uh-huh. And then you get around a space that is bigger than you imagined. And you don't know how to match the energy and volume when you're in a bigger space. Cap Eldrell joining the boys on the program. We're talking a little bit about the national anthem. You mentioned your band. Talk a little bit about Smooth Soul. Also, you're always available on the Instagram. Yes. C-A-T-T-I-E Pow. Whenever I reached out to the Isotopes, I, I called Dylan Storm. I said, yes, yes. Say, Dylan, um, I need Powdrell's info. I'm going to go with her. And then he was like, uh, he's like, cool, here's some social media. I'm like, I don't social media. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, get, like, get the okay that I can yeah. call or whatever. So then we play phone tag for mm-hmm. all weekend. And then after we set this plan, I, you know, I go back to Dylan and I'm like, I'm like, hey, I, had, I got cap booked for Duke City Championship Wrestling on Thursday. It's going to go really great. Thank you for your help. And he goes, oh, wow, she took the job. I'm like, ah, oh, my, Dylan. Love him. Dylan. That's funny. I swear, Dylan? Does anyone anger you more than him? Um, <laughs> in, in the capacity of anthem singing? Dylan Storm. The on-field voice. Bill's the not, they, like, I can't call him out. He's definitely got, gotten me a lot of really great opportunities, yeah. and I owe the guy a lot. So. He's the worst, though. I like him. Okay. I think he's funny. This is a pro Dylan camp right here. It's pro right? Dylan. I like yeah, it's him. pro Dylan. Yeah. He has a very, like, soothing, calming voice. Like baby. His, his baby. isotopes hey, voice baby. is very cool. Baby. Yes. Cat, <laughs> <laughs> you're with us on Thursday at Duke City Championship Wrestling. You do anything this weekend? You got any shows? Um, yes, I have a wedding this weekend. Oh, okay. uh, I, congratulations. Congratulations. Thank God. you, <laughs> guys. I will be performing with my band for a wedding reception uh, at a location I won't say because we're on event. the radio. Yeah. 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 Um, sure. So that's the only event I have coming up. Uh, well, Van soon. and I are Amory's managers. Okay. So if you're. No, they ever- are not. What? Amory? Amory? Listen, I, I you cannot keep doing this to me. I, just, I, I feel like like we're booked. We're making no. Bookings. I'm your what? producer of your radio show. You are <laughs> not my manager. We are setting boundaries here. That's not you what that tells people that everywhere we go. You have nothing to do with my stand-up <laughs> comedy career. Okay, I just feel like I give you a lot of content. Hmm. Give you a lot of. I just feel like I'm a big material. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Is that not the word? Yeah. Is that I'm learning the industry as we oh, go. Oh my gosh! You know. Yeah. All right. What you can do is book cat. If I ever have one of those sports roasts again here, I used to have the national anthem. Someone sing the national anthem before my sports Dope. roast. There, got you. See, and that's what. There Fred, you that go. was the, one of the first. One of the first times I met you was at my, when I tried to do a sports roast here. Maybe I'll bring it back, and she sings the national anthem. I think Love that would be, to. Be very, also, I could host it with you. Uh, I'll book myself. No. Okay. Okay, I'll let you be on it, but you're not hosting it with me. There you, you go. Okay. That's, I mean, that's fair. That seems super fair. <laughs> yeah. Really into that. It seems appropriate. <laughs> and this is exactly what I'm saying about the National Anthem, taking me to things I've never been able to see or be part of, oh. and that is why it's in my back pocket. You're an you actor go. as well. You gonna, what, you going to be part of the show on Thursday? You going to get in the ring? You going to bounce around? Uh, I don't want to ruin it for the fans, Smart. but I, I'm a little sore from rehearsal, okay. so we'll have to see what happens. Okay. Bring Ooh, everyone. Ooh, that's a good tease. Yeah. Be yes. Be prepared for that. Also, uh, Duke City Championship Wrestling this upcoming tomorrow night at the Historic El Rey Theater. Come be see there. Van beforehand. He's broadcasting live from Red Door downtown. That I will pop correct. in to talk a little bit about the promotion tomorrow night. Man, and then, we hope so. Yes. Young Jake Cassio will be joining me tomorrow. Love Jake Cassio. Yeah. And then immediately walk across the street to hang out with us and Kat Powdrell as she gives a rendition of this great nation's national anthem. And then you're sticking around for the show. We talked about that earlier, so that's yes. going to be fun. Yes. We, uh, do, do we need, like, how's this work? Do you need, like, a fenced-off VIP setting? Like, what? Uh, 
uh, I think what you're asking is what my weird ask is because yeah. everyone's got their weird yes. ask. Okay, what is it? Uh, my weird ask, I really love plain M&Ms and sun-kissed orange soda. Reminds me of childhood. What is okay. a plain M&M? What is like, that? Just it's an plain. M&M that doesn't have peanuts, no peanut butter, just none the of the new wave stuff. M&Ms. Yep. You don't just call that M&M's? Oh, no. my God. You, got- <laughs> you, you know how many different kind of M&M's there are now? Apparently not. Yeah. If oh you say, if you say M&M's are my favorite, I feel like the follow-up question correctly Ooh, which is one? which one? Exactly. I love, I love peanut butter M&M's. Yeah. They used to have M&M crispy. Do you guys remember the crispy ones? Yeah. Short-lived for a reason. Short-lived but delicious. You think so? Yeah. They're I thought they were good. They were like jam. Midge, the pregnant Barbie. That's guys, what they were. They're still on Amazon. You can get them today. Okay, it's... but when did they expire? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's like buying food at... Cat Powdrell and her new band, High Maintenance. No, I'm sorry. No. Smooth Soul. Again, thanks for having me. <laughs> Performing all over the place. Instagram is Catty Pow, C-A-T-T-I-E Pow. Mm-hmm. You'll know it's her because she has a post up about Duke City Championship sure Wrestling. So thank you for that. Final words? Uh, no, just that this was fun and it's, it's good to be out. It's good to get past uh, everything we've been through and, and come back together for a really cool event. So if you didn't have plans, you do now. Come see us. Love and that. I had fun. Cat Powell Drill, everyone. Let's go. All right. Whenever we get back, today's I-9 Varsity is the I-9 Varsity of Best Lefties. So Mm -hmm. we're going to go with that. It's tuning on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. Home of Monday, Thursday, and Sunday. Football, the sports animal. We just met the nicest friends of the show at the Y. As soon as Cat Padrell leaves, everyone's like, all right, let's go talk to the boys. <laughs> I mean, everyone here is expect- exceptionally nice, but these guys, top shelf. Yeah. Grade A, the gold standard. Yeah, they were very funny. Hey, Marie, I need to give you a joke that we stole from a guy. It's very okay. funny. <laughs> Tell me. So you're re- no, I, oh, well, it's got to be in the moment. It's got to be, gotta be, in, the in, gotta be oh, in the moment. Oh, okay. Whenever Just we do know. it, we're going to do the joke. And whenever, me and Van will know it's the joke, and then afterwards, that's when we'll tell you it happened. It's a, it's a very good like, Oh, you remember that moment we're talking about? Yeah, mm. it's this one. Today's I-9 Varsity, the I-9 Varsity of Best Lefties. Best Lefties. League Office 280 at i9sports.com, 505-312-4999. I'm meeting with I-9 Sports uh, this week. We're going to have a kind of a fun sit-down. We'll get some ideas. Don't forget, they have soccer, basketball, volleyball, cheerleading. All their little single-day camps are going on. It is just a banger organization with fun activities for kids of all ages get involved. Uh, I will lead off, boys, because not only do I think the best national anthem rendition was done by Lady Gaga, <sighs> I believe she's one of the best lefties in the game. Nice. Okay, so. There's so many lefties I like. This is tough. Lady Gaga? Lady Gaga. I think Stephanie Giermata, maybe? Oh, okay. Is a lefty? That is correct. Huh. I didn't know that. Yeah, if you called her Lefty Gaga, she would probably respond. Well, that's a good re- oh, Okay. Yep. I like that give a lot. Me la- give me Lady Gaga. All right. First on my I-9 varsity of the best lefties, mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Bernie Sanders. Not, okay. Good pick. <laughs> so Democratic <laughs> Socialist. Yes. You know, pro-education, pro-health care. He would. Yeah. Yeah. He's a lefty. Doing it for yeah. Delaware for a long time. So I'll start off with Bernie Sanders. I like that answer right. a lot. Hey, Marie? Uh, I'm going Leonardo da Vinci because Ooh, I had no idea he was left-handed, and I thought that would be a unique answer. Left-anardo, am I right? Yeah, that's how I see it. Mm. Not even, probably unsubstantiated, really, the way I'm hearing it. I bet he was by handual. 
<laughs> one would think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, forced due to poverty into the world of left-handedness, one Jimi Hendrix. Fan. Ooh, wow, that's a good famous one. Yeah, he, that's he a would, famous he'd fl- one. He'd flip that bad, mm-hmm. he'd flip that five string upside down and play it from the top down back up. Give me old Jimi Hendrix and his uh, lefty uh, ability. Okay, that's a good answer. Yep. He's one of the famous lefties of all time. All time. Another super famous lefty. Mm-hmm. Next on my I-9 varsity of the best lefties. Yep. We're going with Noam Chomsky. So yeah, Noam incredibly. Chomsky, yeah, consumer yep. rights advocate, like a linguist. He's really into politics, very left-leaning. He's like kind of one of the biggest figureheads on the left. He's though. a writer. A lefty. Yeah, writes a little bit. So yeah. So there you go. Yeah. Amory? I'm going to go with Randy Johnson. Okay. Okay, yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, that's yeah. A good porn, one. The porn star? No, 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 no. No, the former professional baseball pitcher. Never heard of him. Mm-mm. What? Mm-mm. You are lying. Wait, are you talking Hold about on, let me, let me Google the big it. unit? No. She's talking beep, about beep, 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 She's talking about that guy. I think you're just trying not to remember him. Wait, the photographer? No, you're just trying not to remember him. Famed photographer, Randy Johnson, who uh, also is an avid bird killer. Yeah. That's his thing. That's, Dude's got bodies. That's what he's known for. Mm-hmm. Now, Van, I didn't want to steal. Or corpses. Something. I didn't want to steal your bit, but I had a big one, so I'm going to go with it. Okay. Barack Obama. Okay. Uh, he's moderate. Well. He ain't no lefty. You haven't seen his jumper. So, mm. as far as famous lefties go, okay. give me democratically elected president of this United States for eight years and pull-up jumper specialist Barack Obama. Put him on the he list. He does got a good release. Yeah. He's got a good release. It's lefted. All right. How about, I think this one might be a double lefty. Okay. Uh, Dr. Cornell West. Oh. Yeah. Didn't think you would. Oh, my goodness. I love it. I love it. Okay. I'm a big Cornell West guy. What about it? He's a little bit hit or miss. He misses a couple. Nope. But I think he's, like, uh, kind of in the zone there. Next to last on my I-9 varsity (laughs) of best lefties. Yep. Dr. Cornell West. No relation to Kanye, thank God. My, uh... Next, yeah. best left is Tina Fey. Oh, I love okay. Tina Fey. I mean, I guess I still have her glasses I wear around, so that's kind of a cool. What do you mean? You, why do you have her glasses? I wear Stina, Tina Fey style glasses. I mean, oh, it's nice. True. I, I haven't seen them. Haven't I don't seen wear them. Wear them. I, I, well, I wear headphones on around you. I can't just put glasses on. I would. I'd look like a nerd. I'd look like a four eyes. Without her, yeah. we wouldn't have Mean Girls. Legendary movie. Mean Girls? Legendary. Very good. It is up there. You don't say that much about movies or TV shows, Fred. Me? Because it's so true. It's a very smart and good movie. You can't argue with that one. Yes. Unarguable. Also, how would have A. Marie knew who to be like in high school if they didn't have that movie? Uh, Oh, good point. (laughs) The Brentwood baddies were not Mean Girls. Final round of today's I-9 Varsity, the I-9 Varsity of Best Lefties. Uh, I'm going to go with Grandma Slow. Grandma Slow. Is uh, oh, at or near the very top, um, just uh, one of the uh, most beautiful little cursive handwritings you ever seen there on Grandma Slow. Uh, rest in the most peace, her. You're a grandson of a lefty, huh? Yeah. It's all starting to come together. She's the only one Making sense. that could ever teach me. Hmm. Nice reference. Gotcha. Batting cleanup on my I-9 varsity of best lefties. I, start all, I did all dudes. All dudes. So naturally, my cleanup hitter Oprah is going to be a little lefty lady, and we're going with AOC. Oh, yeah, good Alexandria Ocasio yeah. Cortez. 
Strong representative for New York's 14th Congressional District. That's Look, true. she just wants you to have health care and education, Fred. Um, okay. All right, she's not a communist. She just no. wants you to have an education. she got a strong okay? forehand from her bartending. hey This sounds like I-9 for KKOB. Not far. <sighs> not far away. You yeah. going to pick Kurt Cobain or what's up? Me? Yeah. Oh, I'm going to go with Tim Tebow. Okay, good. Yeah. yeah, excellent. Put him on the list, yeah. Tim Who Tebow. Who doesn't love sure. Tim Tebow? Uh, the devil? Yeah. <laughs> the Islamic Facts. faith, maybe? Yeah, I believe yeah. that is Heisman Aaron Trophy Hernandez. winner. Yeah. Uh-huh. The answer is Aaron Hernandez. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Sorry, I ruined that joke. Yeah, it's uh, not the one. Not the one. Howard Zinn, Mark Twain, Upton Sinclair. King Griffey Jr. Uh, give me a little... <laughs> <laughs> Angelina Jolie, Bruce Willis, Huey, Huey P. Newton, Phil Speaking Nicholson, Michael, Michael Moore. Luke Humphrey, you a lefty or no? Okay, you Luke Humphrey joins us when we get back. We're going to finish our day with our best friend and trainer here at the YMCA. We're going to talk about his football team because I got jokes. It's two minutes on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Rest- Mortal Kombat! I don't think that's the right song. Is that not it? That's no. not it? That's not the one? I just don't think that's Finish it. him. Tuning on live from the Cloud YMCA. Joining us on the program. Friend to the show, Luke Humphrey. Luke, welcome, brother. What's up, guys? How's it going? Oh, you know, just working out. Uh, just working out here at the Y, right? That's what we're doing. We're all getting our reps in. Exactly. How many, how many, how many clients you got right now? 12 to 15. Yeah. Oh, you changed that many lives? I hope so. Way to go, man. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting after it a yeah. little bit. Yeah, you got to balance it with school, though. Oh, well, okay, hold up. Burying the lead here. Yeah. Yeah, Luke's a college man. <sighs> I am. Yeah, yeah. where are you at? UNM? So I'm at UNM right now. Yeah, how's yeah. that? What are you going to be when you grow up? Well, I want to be a th- physical therapist. Okay. That's, that's the goal. So, exercise science program at UNM right now. Yeah. And then either doctorate of physical therapy at NAU or UNM, wherever I get accepted. Sure. That's the, that's the process right now. So. There we go. Okay. Yeah. On, the, on the road to helping more. I hope so. Yeah, okay. yeah. I've had my experiences with rehab, and it hasn't been good. So I'm trying to guide people in the right direction, if that makes sense. Obviously, we talk about the YMCA all day while we're at the YMCA. Sure. We talk about membership. We talk about the amenities. We talk about the state-of-the-art equipment. The thing we don't put enough focus on is the one-on-one direct personal training you can get here at the Y. You're working with all ages. You're changing lives in a lot of different ways. Talk to me a little bit about introducing someone to the Y. Talk to me a little bit about maybe introducing an individual that hasn't taken personal training before and where that can take them in their goals. Yeah, for sure. So at the Y, when you join, we have orientations. So that's just you get started. You know, you, yeah. you come in. I, I get you into the gym, and I show you what all the equipment does and what it, you know, what it's about. Mm-hmm. But after that, you have the opportunity to join a personal training session or you know, schedule something with one of us. And we have a bunch of great trainers here at the YMCA. You know, like you said, I'm one of them. Um, we really like to push personal training for people who are experienced and inexperienced. You know, it, it doesn't matter where you are in your journey. There's always something to learn and something correct. So I love to you know, help people and um, adjust their goals and, and meet their goals and find the, the place that suits them best in their healthy lifestyle. And it could be all the way from like professional bodybuilder to a guy who just walked in the gym to elderly to a rehab. Like you got the that broad skill set here that you can help anybody. Exactly. Yeah. So I literally have a uh, I have an, a lady that is eighty years old, and I have a kid that's twelve years old. Love it. A, you know, kid plays football. The lady's just trying to move through her everyday life, and then I also have a forty year old knee rehab patient. So 
all of these people have their different walks in life right now, and you know, I meet them where they're at, and we try to get them to where they want to be. That's the ultimate goal. I got pro wrestlers that work for me. Yep. How much better pro wrestlers would they be if they took a little bit of personal training? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'd say, I'd say anyone can right? benefit, right? So it's like you can be working on a computer all day thinking you don't need it. Trust me, you do. I see people's posture. You know, pro wrestlers, they're, they're all hunched over too. They yeah. got those overdeveloped front shoulders. Like, let me help you out. Let me pull you back. Let me open you up a little bit. You might breathe a little bit better in the end. Ooh, like so, that. like, you know, pulling you back, open you up. What's uh, for, like, the average guy? Like, let's say, you know, Fred Slow, for example, here. Okay. What is, like, the entry-level tip that's, like, maybe the, the underrated therapy tip? Like, you need to start with this. You need to do this. People walk so bad. You know, like, okay. <laughs> so, like, posture and the way you walk is just generally, like, uh, this average American, you know, like, shoulders are over their stomachs, you know, uh, like, pelvis is leaned back. They're over. They're not walking. Like Talking about Vance. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, not walking upright. You know, just walk upright, open your body up, open your chest up a little bit, and let's fix your posture, strengthen your back muscles a little bit, and just stay open, breathe a little bit more. Luke Humphrey joining us on the program, personal trainer here at the YMCA Central New Mexico. Right now we're at McLeod. Every Sunday, though, no, you're not a personal trainer. You're a Cowboys fan. I am, yeah. Is that like a blessing? Is that a curse? Like how you feel about it's it's on and off, right? It's like you start the season strong. You it's got the only off. Well, you got the memes every year, right? Cowboys going to win it all this year, and mm-hmm. it could be that year this year. It's okay. <laughs> there we go. There we go. As you're watching last Sunday, how are you emotionally handling it? Are you like the rest of Albuquerque, and you're shooting off the illegal fireworks you bought on the east side of the mountain? Ah oh, man, I'm I'm a little bit more reserved than that. I won't lie, but uh, I was excited to see a, a win be pulled off. But uh, well, not pulled off, domi- a domination of a yes, win for real. Yes, um, an embarrassment. Yeah, absolutely. But I mean, that I don't think it says much. Giants being one of the worst teams in the league. Okay, there we go. There's um, the Dallas so game. I, I won't, uh, <laughs> I won't, I won't over exaggerate the win for sure. But. I have my doubts with the team. Um, the defense is looking all right, but I don't know. We have a couple horribly overrated players on the team. So, so you want Cooper? Oh, go ahead. When you're watching the game, are you watching the game as just a Cowboys fan, or you got the therapy eye on too? You're like, oh, that's a hammy. I mean, that too. I mean, I used to play football, so I, I play corner. Um, that's where my eyes go. So I, I, you know, we have some notable corners: Stephon Gilmore, sure. Trayvon Diggs. Yeah. Uh, tra- I'm not a huge Trayvon Diggs fan. Um, I think he's way overhyped, Ooh. in my in my opinion. Uh, Too many big plays, right? Yeah, just, he he yeah. gives up just as many as he makes. So it, I don't know. It's just a, that's a opinion. But. I don't I don't think I mind a guy who strikes out as long as he hits home runs. To a point, because eventually, big Adam Dunn guy. Over yeah, there. Adam Dunn. Big <laughs> Adam Dunn guy. Uh-huh. I'll uh, I'll take a I'll take a pick, but as long as it's not followed by a, a touchdown over the over the middle, then yeah, I'm fine. So. Luke Humphrey with us. We're talking a little bit about the YMCA, his Dallas Cowboys, who are going to beat up on the Jets this weekend, and then they're going to be 2-0. and And then after they beat up on the Jets, they're going to go on to, I think, only lose to the Packers this year, right? That's, that's what it's going to end up being? I, I don't think – I don't honestly a Packers loss in the, in the coming future, though. Um, I don't know about that. But definitely a Jets win, uh, a win over the Jets here in the, on, uh, on Sunday. So. Final thoughts on the Y, Luke, before we – in this program here at McLeod? We love it here. We'd love to see you here. Um, please come in. You know, Ask for me for personal training. We have a bunch of other great personal trainers if that's not something you want mm-hmm. to do. But um, come in. Just you're, and you're comfortable you. with kids and the elderly and you understand osteoporosis and you work with men and you work with women and you, and, and you got a plan for everyone. 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 
ages old and young, everyone in between. Love so, everything about that. Absolutely. Lou Comfrey, you're the absolute best. Thank you for today. Thank you for the, having us here at the Y. Amory, you did okay coming back. You did okay. Thank you. Okay. Dan, final words? Don't miss a second of the opening drive tomorrow morning with Jeff and JJ. And make sure you're tuning in tomorrow at Two Men On as Van Nunley and young Jake Cassio and Amory Castillo be down at Red Door Brewing. And then we're going right across the street to Duke City Championship Wrestling. Tomorrow night at the El Rey, doors at 6, bell at 7.30. Catch Cat Powdrell doing our national anthem, dccwtickets.com. Good job, everyone. GG. See you tomorrow from Red Door, Burke. Thanks, Luke Humphrey. You're so nice. It was just so appreciative of you being here. You're the best. Thank you, guys.